Knights HQ. G'day there and welcome to episode three of the Newcastle Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Wow, have we got a show to roll out today. The big news, Caelan Ponga's back. Number one jersey named and ready to take on the Titans. Now, co-pilot, he's back again. Connor Watson, he's the everywhere man for the Newcastle Knights at the moment and he is going to grill Caelan Ponga on lots of things. Not only just rugby league, but he's going to find out why he nearly went to AFL, how he won a golf tournament. More importantly, Connor's going to try and get underneath and find out, is he a ranger? And what's his home life like? We're going to find out all of these things today on the Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Special guest, Caelan Ponga and co-host, Connor Watson. Let's let it rip. Take a look behind the curtain as the Knights take things to the next level. Watch the next episode of Level Up exclusively on newcastlenights.com.au. Welcome back to the Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Let's have a little look at rounds three and four. My co-pilot, Connor Watson, our very special guest, Caelan Ponga. Connor, we look back at round three and we're sailing along. Two from two going really well and we had a big crowd in. It's Juniors 300, the Dom Young's debut and we hit a hurdle. Yes, we hit a hurdle. <laughs> Too many errors, Frank. That was basically what I'll put that one down to. We just didn't start well, and then we didn't start the second half well. We managed to fight our way back into the game, and yeah, just our errors cost us in the end as well. I think that was evident all day. What do you think, Alan? Yeah, you, you speak about uh, we fought our way back. I thought that was quite good of us. Early signs, I know we don't want to be in that position, but I think for us to do that, and we didn't really have that in us at times last year, and um, I think the last you know, last two games we've been able to do that. So apart from the errors, they killed us. There is positives in that game. What about the feeling in the crowd, boys? It must be pretty special when we get a day like that. It's all humming, the crowd's fully into it. Yeah, it was amazing. I remember distinctly walking out, and all the boys were there, like in a tunnel for because it was PC's 300th and I looked at Kalen and then I just looked up and I said this to Kalen the other day I felt like I was a gladiator going into the Coliseum yeah. to fight I looked up and there was people everywhere and it was just so loud and yeah I've just been really enjoying playing back in front of people and it's been a long time since I've played footy and you know Kalen back this weekend it's probably going to be the same thing for him running out there hopefully there's a good crowd at the Titans hopefully. it's not home but yeah, it, was quite, um, it was quite cool seeing you do that I think um I know the feeling. I knew that when he was doing it, I knew what he was feeling. So although I I don't return home this weekend, I'll be up there against the Titans, but I'll still have that feeling playing footy again. Have you ever contemplated what happens when you're in a big enough event that you've got your own banner and how you're going to attack that banner? Because Junior attacked the banner. Yeah. He went after it, eh? Yeah, he jumped (laughs) through it. Like, he full jumped. Yeah. If you watched the replay, he, like... Full jumps into it. Do you remember what Azzy said to him pre-game? No. Make sure you get through the banner. Uh, because it happened go. at Luke Brooks' 150th, I think, or 200th. Yeah. And uh, he couldn't get through the banner. That would be more embarrassing. Like, not being able to get through. 100%. So that's why I drew come off the back fence and just sprinted. <laughs> you boys love your American sport. And all around the world, there's great stuff-ups when it comes to the banner. Mm. And cheerleaders have been taken out. There's a <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. That's why I reckon his method of just going for it is probably one to follow. 
You have to. Yeah. Do you remember seeing the Joe Burrow LSU walkout from his last game in college? Yeah, I think so. Do you know who he is, Frank? No, tell me. So he's the quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals now, but he was the number one draft pick, Heisman Trophy winner in his last year for LSU. And they did this walkout and it was um, it was the last home game they played before the playoffs. And it's this big, like, famous walkout at LSU. And the camera was behind him and he was the last guy out. Their stadiums yeah. are twice the size of ours. They fit 100,000 in a college stadium. So just crazy. Everyone's going nuts. Watching that, I was getting goosebumps. What's the one where they walk from the backfield and they track them all the way over? I've seen some of that vision re- recently. That Those American, it was a university in America. Yeah, that's a university. I can't remember the name of it, but I have seen that. I have seen that footage. It's a big, long walk. Do you remember when the Blues did the origin walk? That was pretty cool, I think, from the yeah, other. that was pretty From cool. the other. Oh, not the, really, but. Not for you, but I mean, me, but. <laughs> I was into it. <laughs> so, so you know what that's from? That's the original warm-up arena for the olympics so they warm up out the back there and come through that big tunnel that tunnel's been redundant for many years so when they built the center of excellence they decided to relive that and that was one of the big things so yeah i'm like you i'm a queenslander kaylin so i didn't enjoy it anywhere near as much but it's it's got that build up to it it's pretty exciting stuff are you a queenslander frankie absolutely proud far out 2v1 right now right now (laughs) have you told kaylin about what your young fella was up to on the weekend i think it's a good time to share this is my young fella come to training and and kaylin just finished a heavy cardio so he was out in his feet but i looked over my young fella sitting down with his head down and totally wouldn't connect to anyone and my sister who was down from queensland said kaylin's a queenslander no he's not he's blue we showed him they showed him a picture in his in you and your queensland jersey and he just shut off shut the world off and sat in filthy he broke his heart i might convert him over to a queenslander well he was born in queensland oh what's he doing yeah we need more queenslanders down no no we don't no we do there's not many that's what i learned when i first moved here and then getting picked for origin and whatnot there's not many queenslanders at all up north like obviously they're everywhere yeah in newcastle yeah you would find them in uh, Sydney yeah you would but here I don't think you would no Connor do you genuinely hate Queenslanders like we dislike the Blues yeah no you don't as a kid as a kid and I had to sit through the I don't know I can't even remember how many series wins like it was eight or something eight, it was eight eight, eight nine yeah. ten something that's a lot that was my childhood it would, it would have been fun for you guys but I had to sit there and watch it like every Wednesday night Origin that excited and then just to do that for eight years in a row, like, hurt a bit. I've got another target audience for us as well, Kale, and we should get the POMs. So Dom Young, Bally Hodgson, they'd be good Queensland supporters. Yeah, we're, I haven't actually asked them. But mm. yeah, I reckon I'll be able to convert one of them. Probably Bailey, soften them up. <laughs> tell him how good Queensland is. He'll listen. He might be a better target than Dom, you think? Yeah, if Dom says he's not a New South Welshman, I'll just say sweet. Yeah, <laughs> he's too big and scary. He might tell you to go for New South Wales. Yeah, yeah, I'll be like, yeah, okay, yeah sorry. sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about Dom Young, which was the other highlight from round three. Big debut. What's that feel like, running out in your debut with a crowd like that? I was lucky enough to have a crowd. Pretty big, yeah. I was... um. Elimination final. It all becomes white noise to an extent, uh, apart from the, the initial, like what Connor did, where you sort of embrace it. After that, it's sort of white noise and you're just onto your job. But I'm sure he, he it's a moment he won't forget. And it was a pretty good debut, to be honest. Played pretty well. He did his job. So, you know, he, he won't forget that moment. Yeah, very special. Players play that day from recall, Connor. That was a good performance. Yeah, but we lost, so still frustrated yeah how much would you swap a player's play for two points every time i would rather play bad and win than play good and lose which leads into round four because another big setup with the massive crowd that extended the uh, covid restrictions right out 
Over 22,000, plenty to play for. The Alex McKinnon Cup just couldn't get it done again. Another tough day at the office. Yeah, it was another tough day. Another frustrating frustrating loss. This one was a little bit different, though. Like We lost a few players. We were down on troops. We did fight hard to stay in it, and we just sort of ran out of juice there at the end. But two weeks ago, we were sitting real pretty, and after two tough losses, and we've lost a few players, it's going to be a pretty big month for us coming up, I reckon. Just We're going to have to rally together and really go out there and fight to win some footy games. But we've got Kalen coming back, too. The kid's back. Blake Green come back from his ACL on the weekend, which was really good to see. So now he's not on a minutes restriction. Like He can get into the 80 minutes, which will be good, and yeah. hopefully we can play some good footy together. Yeah, we started well, obviously, and then that Tigers one was like you said a bump in the road a, a hurdle uh, but last week was a mixed bag just because it's tough to play well with the cards we were dealt so yeah it's a mixed bag sort of review was we took that approach too happy with some things disappointed with other things but doesn't really matter it's all about this weekend now just before we leave that i want to ask you we've seen in the early rounds certainly round one you're up in the coach's box yeah how was that temperature i think the because it's glass and you can't hear the crowd so it's, you just feel more intense up there which i liked yeah it, it, it was good up there in the sense that you can watch the game more and you can see a lot more but i want to be in amongst the crowd like i want to feel the, the energy and stuff so I, I haven't been up there since i haven't been kicked out yet. i just haven't been up would you go up there connor into the coach's box i'd probably stay away from that room sit on the sideline yeah <laughs> it's all right yeah i reckon it's all right but i just i like being amongst the crowd and the energy and the environment i'm going to tread carefully this one because it is a room that's not spoken about outside all the coach tells us that there's one room it's the most honest room in Newcastle the review room the last two weeks it's been very honest and very tough Connor yeah especially after the Tigers game it was really honest obviously we had to go and have a look at how we played and it was pretty poor too many errors like I spoke about before this week was a little bit different like Kalen said mixed bag you know there's parts of the game where you know we fought so hard we turned up made so much effort but then there's other parts of the game where we just made it hard for ourselves even though we're down on troops we still had some things that it's not Knights football so we've touched on those we've had those conversations and yeah we're ready for the Titans this week that's what I'm focused on we'll take a break very shortly we'll give you the update on what's happening in the recovery unit Knights HQ the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights stand together and get amongst the action by taking your seat at the next home game tickets are available at knightshub.com.au Welcome back, Knights HQ. Let's do the recovery report. There's been a little bit to do here, boys, so I'll try and sneak through it quickly. Mitch Pearce, he ruptured the other pec uh, surgery today, and he will be out for 10 to 12 weeks. Kurt, man, man, that was nasty. Parole uh, killer got bumped on the head, and he will be unavailable for selection this week. Tex Hoy, your man, Texy boy, has got a little strain in the hemi. We'll just see how his recovery goes, but somewhere between two and four weeks. In great news, Clem's okay. He banged up the knee, but he's okay. Dom Young, unfortunately, he made his debut a couple of weeks ago. He was having a good game too in the Reggies, but unfortunately bumped the knee as well. And he needs a specialist to have a look at just how long he's going to be out, but he'll have a little while on the sideline. Some of the longer lens, Lockie Fitz is travelling really nice at the moment, so very shortly he'll be up for selection. And Bradman Best, that elbow injury that he suffered at training, really unfortunately was flying the brick. He too recovering really well and not too far away. But the big news from the recovery report this week is our main man today, the guest, Kale and Ponga. He's back, Connor, and we are excited. Named in the number one. Yes, can't wait to see him. In action. That little headgear running around. It's been a while. It has been. It's been a while since we've played together. And the way you've been playing, bro, the last, last four games, I'm pretty excited to just see you throw me the ball. 
Like, it would be nice. Eh? It would be nice. It would be a great moment. Named in the number six too. So the spine. It, will your spine be okay all together, you two? Yeah. There's yeah. lots of cohesion there. Yeah, plenty. Us I, too. I don't even have to say anything. I know what I'm thinking. So yeah, he's kind of sort of filled that role for us the last four games. I think he played about eight positions in the in the last one. So yeah, six will look good on his back. Hey, nice to string some games together, Connor. Yeah, it's been really good. I was saying that to someone yesterday. Yeah, it's just been nice to play footy again. Just forget what it's like. Forget about the pre-game nerves and everything that comes with it. I remember talking to Chris Hyington once, and you can probably remember this too, Caitlin. He's played over 300 games, and game day is just a real weird... You wake up uncomfortable, and he spent a whole year, Chris Hyington, a whole year of his life waking up uncomfortable on, ga- on game day because he played <laughs> like 360 games, so... <laughs> Yeah, 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 we did, yeah, we did. Yeah, go like that. one whole day he's just waited, just waited to play, like nervous energy that comes with it, but... It's very it's much good. your day on that day too. Mm. So like for a whole year, he's probably had nothing to do with the, the kids, kids yeah. or his missus. He's spent that day to himself, so... Mm. Do you have a pre-game ritual, do you, a meal, something? What, what do you do consistently before the game, Caelan? Well, last year, I used to eat pasta the night before, but Connor's been eating steak and switching it up a little bit and said that he feels pretty good, so I might try that this week. I mean being my first game back I'll probably stick to the pasta but other than that I'm not really I used to sleep a lot I changed that too though because like I didn't want to sleep I wanted to be outdoors and doing stuff so I don't really have like a set in stone thing and Connor's probably the same just be careful he has turned into a bit of a carnival with that extra kilos that lean muscle he's put on him <laughs> meat eater now <laughs> don't know about that still get some greens in there Frankie but yeah I did decide to change up the pre-game meal I just felt too heavy when I had pasta so or not heavy sluggish yep. now I've been going stay some veggies and some greens and stuff and yeah I, f- I feel a lot more energetic the next day not like I'm tired or anything and like Kalen said he doesn't have a sort of a routine he just does whatever I'm the same I find that if you have a routine and you don't do it you wig out too much yep. mm. where this way there's no reason why you play good like you can't go oh I played good today because I had this for lunch and then you have to do it the next week it just doesn't matter if you change it all the time then you just play good because you play good because you went out there and did your job I think Conor McGregor says that he doesn't let superstition dictator's performance yeah. he's done all the hard work it doesn't matter what he eats even if he ate nothing it shouldn't matter he's done all the hard work so I think it's a tough mentality like he, he says it so it's pretty cool absolutely speaking of that hard work talk us the depths that you've had to go to to get back on the field the, the valley of death that is the rehab unit it's not a fun place it's my first time really being in rehab fully having to come back from an injury and like there was a couple of weeks there where I was fully off it I just hated it did not enjoy training just didn't want to go just didn't it's not that i didn't want to go i understood how important it is and that was my mindset like i know i have to do this it's it's good for me but i didn't want to but yeah towards the back end i could start to see the light and training got a bit better and and whatnot so i think greenie definitely helped me being there with me and yeah just little things along the way got me there you've done plenty of it too connor you helped him through the off season you had a bit of time yourself there Yes, I don't know how many rehabs I've done in the last few years. It's been a couple, so this one was bigger than all the other ones I've had to do, though. Achilles, it's a pretty big injury, but I feel good. Like The performance staff here at the Knights have done a great job, especially like even with Kalen, just looking at the way he's been training and how fit he's in. Do you reckon it's the fittest you've ever been? Yeah, numbers-wise and stuff. This weekend, I'll probably I'll feel it, but I, I definitely am. Like I am the fittest. Mm, yeah, game fitness is always a bit different, but definitely from what I've seen, I feel like it's the fittest I've seen Kalen. It's the fittest that a lot of boys they're um, looking and coming back it'll be exciting to see uh, Lucky Fitz is flying as well Bradman will be good to get Eddie. back when we get him back Edric Lee yeah he'll be big absolutely if you want to check out some more detail uh, check out the Knights website there's a wonderful behind the scenes look at Kalen's journey and the recovery and also a full 
detail in the recovery report. Stick with us, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll take a break on the other side of the break. We're going to get really deep. We're going to dive deep into what Kalen Ponga's like away from the footy field. That should be exciting. Looking for merch? Celebrate the past with the limited edition 2021 Heritage jersey. Shop in store or online. Welcome back. Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Our special guest, Kalen Ponga. And my halves partner today is Connor Watson, playing in the six as well. So a little bit of a warm-up for you there, Connor. You, you'd be a hooker, wouldn't you, Frankie? I wasn't much of anything, to be honest, Kalen. <laughs> Left right I, out. I was always a good team man. I was pretty good on the 18th, man. I heard that. I heard you are a very good team man. Great at the social events, I reckon. That's it. That was my strength. It's like cricket. Everyone needs that. Yeah. I used to get picked in the cricket team. I wasn't a batter. I wasn't a bowler. I wasn't a great fielder, but I was always just around the edge. 12th man. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> hey, boys, we're going to dive deep now into you, Carl, and find out not anything to do with footy. So I'm going to put some rules around this and try and stay away from the standard stuff that you get all the time. We want to find out what makes you tick and really uh, a little bit more about it. I mean, Connor, your job is to drag more information out of him. So are you up for your challenge? <laughs> yeah, I know a lot about him. Tell literally. us something we don't know. That he's ashamed that he's a ranger. <laughs> is that true, Kalen? <laughs> I'm not a ranger. So what are false. you? No, he's uh, Burgund- um, Burgundy? Burgundy or Auburn. Ron Burgundy, are we or talking? Or strawberry blonde or brown or light brown. Either one. You can pick, you can <laughs> do, pick which one. Does it change in the light? Your hair does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. When it's wet, it's like brown. And when it's light, it's like light brown. <laughs> Dark brown to light brown. Eh? Yeah, yeah. And then in summer, it goes a bit more strawberry blonde, bit mousy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 That's a good correction. There you go. Straight away. Knights HQ. We've unveiled that. That he's not a ranger. No, he's not. What about your interest away from rugby league? We hear lots about Kalen loves his photography, loves his graphic designs. What really grabs your attention? What do you enjoy doing? I like being around people, obviously, my mates. That's probably my, my main thing. That's one thing that I'm not very good at being alone. But then, like, the creative stuff, whatever, it, I don't really mind if it's photos or the podcast is a bit of a creative outlet or just creating content in general. I think fashion isn't really my thing. That's more Connor's thing. But, yeah, anything really in that space. I think um, one cool thing about Kalen, and I reckon it's sort of rubbed off on me, is as much as we are football players and you know we love being around all the footy boys and stuff a lot of the people that we connect with away from football and I know Kalen does this especially are just like creative people Mm. it's just something different I don't know it helps your creativity I feel like it helps mine when I'm just hanging around creative people different people that's why we spend so much time down at Lord's Coffee Shop because they're they're so different away from the normal but we don't talk about footy ever (laughs) you know there's a time and a place but at our house there's no footy really spoken when we're at training and whatnot we definitely do our job but yeah we just like other things away from the field and that's good your house it's like a really big open invite it seems there's, mm. there's a lot of people passing through and you're always welcome there's always a bed is, is that fair i feel like you could describe it as a halfway house <laughs> yeah i didn't want to do that but especially just all my mates come everyone's yeah. mates come down it's there's like a- the house like everyone if we're going to meet up somewhere we just we'll just all come over come come to our house sort of thing it's just the way it is. I mean, Johnsy's house is one better. Texie lives at home. Croaks. Croaks is uh, no better. <laughs> like, we don't go to Croaks' house. So, it's it's like, yeah, come to our house. But that's how we, like, I mean, to be honest, that's, we like it like that. Like, we ha- like having the boys there and mm. it's a good space. You seem to have a lot of love to give, especially those that are close. When you let people in, you, you really let them in and you, you protect and take care of them. Yeah, it's important be good to those who are good to you Frankie and that's one thing that we we try and look after all our mates I mean me and Kaylin are very fortunate right we're in the position that we've always dreamt of and we're lucky enough to do this for a job um, and all the things that come with it are, are really positive as well and you know some of our mates might not 
sort of be getting looked after as much as, as we do and we try and you know help them out in any way as we can and we think that's important that's a big thing that we're trying to do with 257 is look after yeah. our mates and you know those who help us we want to help them out in the long run that's that's the big big picture i love the 257 both the collective the podcast and connie you shared with us last time on the knights hq podcast it's about creating opportunities for your mates whether it's a ufc or a fighter, a surfer, whatever, it must give you great joy to be able to continually grow that and throw that opportunity out. Yeah, definitely. I think the biggest one probably is just being like watching Croaks is mm. growth. Our first six, seven, eight, ten podcasts, he um, didn't really want anything to do with it. He'd write our run sheet and then he, he slowly wanted to talk. Now he's literally running the podcast and watching people go up to him when we're out and about saying like, oh, you're Croaks from the podcast. <laughs> you're the goat. Those sort of moments, I know that he appreciates it. And to be honest, so do I. Like, it's pretty cool seeing that sort of stuff that like he's getting recognized for his work. So, and it's something he loves. Like, he just loves doing it i'm going to break my own rule here now because a lot of people don't realize and we're talking about matt croker yes now your anchor matt croker is a brian castle medalist a very good junior player i believe we're going to see the best of matt croker moving forward as a newcastle knight as well because he's a hard worker mm. and he's getting better and better each week i believe doing this stuff brings out his, himself as well and gets more I confident reckon, to an extent yeah he's more confident now for sure i think he's always been confident in his football ability and he's always been a great person as well but just nice. probably oozing that more yeah. like personality and it's only going to be better for his footy and putting himself in better positions for him to you know be able to get after his dream and that's still his number one dream he wants to play in a role and you know i think he's capable of doing it for sure but he's just got to get on the field last year they didn't even get to play footy and albury is a really good start for him he played very well down there now you're doing this very well as well you're keeping him balanced so you just give him a little poke every now and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah we <laughs> You got to. What's the feedback? What, what do you get? What, what gets to him? What under his? Nah, he he takes most things pretty well. Does he? Our friendship group, we go at each other a lot. It's all harmless. We don't actually mean it. I mean, sometimes some people go for the for the throat, but jugular, the jugular. But yeah, no, that's what friends do. We, and we just do it on a podcast. Kind of what gets to Kale and how do you get to him? Well, like the Jake I made before. The the hair yep. the hair ones are classic. Yep. There's some other ones, but I'll, I'll hold them back. <laughs> yeah. But I was saying this is some of the day. It's cheap laughs, but it's pretty yeah. funny. Like it's all cheap laugh it's cheap humor you know comedians but we do have we know what we know what hurts and gets a laugh how do you get to him carla oh the, the height, the height. <laughs> height. Uh, look the, I, if i could change it i would but you know this is me this is the body i'm in so i've just got to accept it for what it is you can only take what you got out in the street man that's oh. what you got hey how do you describe each other I'll, I'll give you five words connor you can start do you want me to look at your eyes when i say that <laughs> you make me nervous bro <laughs> i would say Kalen's very loving Yep. He's a free spirit. Mm-hmm. He's very fun to be around with all these great things. He's also too much of a free spirit that he forgets to change the toilet roll when it needs to be done or like put ice back in the fridge or wash the clothes. <laughs> yeah, I haven't done washing in ages. Right. Do you think That's a genie a- comes in and does it or? Oh, my saving grace does it. It's gonna. <laughs> I, I mean to. I'll put it in there and then I forget to turn it on. But I just forget. I'm very forgetful in in some ways mm. you can return serve now how would you describe connor oh, i've got nothing really negative yeah, um, that i can say i'm nervous we sometimes we sit at dinner and we go all right let's be nice to each other uh you look good today <laughs> like it's, it gets real awkward uh, i've learned a lot being with connor i think um yeah i've learned a lot about myself but just the way he he's very thoughtful uh he does care a lot of, about a lot of people but he's also got a lot of time for himself like he understands that at the end of the day no one else is going to do it for you but yourself 
I mean, like we, we get along, we get along, we bounce off yeah. each other, but we're very we're opposite in some ways, but we're very much alike. Um, yeah, mm. fun, good to be around. He's someone that if he doesn't know something, he'll look it up or he'll ask or he'll he'll seek further advice, which is something that I don't do, which I've learned from him. He's a he's a yellow dot at heart, so yellow dots like um, OCD, everything has to be in its place, has to know the bigger picture. Therefore, it allows him to get after it. Whereas I'm probably someone that doesn't have to know the bigger picture. I'll just, I'll just sort of do it and, and hope to find my way. But yeah, I could, could, probably could keep going. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. It sounds like it could go forever, Connor. Start getting emotional here in a second. Yeah. Well, crying. actually, nice segue because I want to ask you about that. With COVID, you're both touchy feely people, and mm. the, the the rules are changing. You're not, you're not allowed to go up and give someone a hug or a kiss. But Connor, both you and Kaylin, I've watched you both. If you, I see a lady, you know, like our staff member. You go up and give them a kiss. Is that difficult? Talking the world, I think initially straight after COVID, I think people were like, "Oh, we're getting out of it." Yeah, but I, the world's going back to normal. Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. talking about walking up and passion strangers. Right. I'm just. Oh, we're not uh, talking about. Uh, <laughs> um, well, you can do that too <laughs> when you. Nah. <laughs> yeah, we are affectionate. I guess I don't know. I definitely am. I know I am. Connor is. Yeah. Do you want me to talk more about passion? Because dance floors are back open. You're both dancers. Is I that do know that. I do know that, Frankie. We, we haven't were, danced yet. No, nah, we are. Uh, we haven't danced yet. We haven't been out but um we're excited though yeah it's an exciting thing i'm sure it's a coming that'll be very very exciting (laughs) hey let me ask you one other thing about the 257 collective so connor you're more the fashion side of it the gratitude shirt which is you're wearing today can you talk us through that this is actually kaylin's idea this shirt okay so it come from we're in byron over new year's Mm. and i bought a t-shirt that looked very similar to this and then kaylin designed i just through together the uh, just a little literally on my ipad but um the idea of it comes from during covid every night when we sat down for dinner we'd do three gratefuls although there was a lot going on in the world you know you can forget about the good things and uh by just saying three gratefuls every night usually it's the same stuff like the food company but it was still good to do and yeah i think a lot of people have adopted that sort of gratitude mindset yeah, it really puts things into perspective. I spoke about this on another podcast, but if you can find three things that you're grateful for every day, you're in a pretty good position compared to a lot of people in the world. And, you know, a big one for us was just, you know, the health of our fam- uh, family and friends, especially through COVID. And I mean, we were locked in the house, but we we're still able to go and do what we love. We love playing footy and we we're able to do that. So that just yeah, sort of pays, pays a bit of homage to that. It's pretty cool. Mm. It's a good fit, our custom block. So, for those in the fashion world, I understand that, but it's <laughs> nice. Check it out. I noticed coffee's a consistent performer in the gratitude. We love our coffee. We're actually um, working on a little project at the moment with our favourite coffee shop, Lords. Lord. Here we go. What do we got? Something? Brewing something? Should I? Yeah, say? we're brewing something. So, right. that will be, yeah, soon. Soon, soon. soon. Let me guess, you're buying a country that's got beans or something? <laughs> <laughs> something the Lords like got weirder ideas than that. Exactly. He'll, be doing, he'll be doing some weird things. But, yeah, that should be soon. Okay, I'm going to hit you some weird stuff. A little few myths. I want to put a few myths to bed here, Kalen. Rugby league, was it always your choice or was there another sport that jumped out in front? It wasn't my choice until late. There was a few sports, like golf was my main sport growing up. Then I was at the Cows and I wasn't happy with what was going on there. So I was going to go to AFL and then, yeah, Lions actually kind of half signed. I signed like a... Just your first name? You didn't get... No, well, like it was like a pre-thing so that if I got out of my contract, I'd go straight there. And then I come to the Knights and I I loved it here. So I I reneged on that and and come here. So I could be playing AFL right now if it wasn't for the Knights. Can I just highlight how much we're grateful? Two things. One, thanks for choosing the Knights. We appreciate that. But imagine losing this bloke to AFL. I know. It would have been 
crazy. Do you reckon you would have been good at AFL? My mindset was like, I had a five year. It was going to be for five years. So I was like, oh, I'll just work hard for two years, learn the game, and then hopefully that third year I debut. That itself would be like this year or last year debuting in AFL. So that was my mindset. So... Yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy. And look how much you've done. <laughs> I'm glad. In rugby I, league in that time. I am glad I stayed. Golf. You said okay. Go. How would you rank yourself as a golfer when you were young? Uh, I won the New Zealand title as a 13 year old. So <laughs> in, in under 13s. So I was I was there. I was thereabouts. Golf is a quite a hard sport. So yeah, there's a lot of hours, and it's you're on your own. Like I like team sport. I like being around people. So yeah, it wasn't for me in the end. He's very humble, Connor. He was playing off two at the age of... How old were you when you got to two? Uh, my lowest I got to was like seven when I was 11 or 12. Yeah. Far out. Wow. Um, do you remember anyone that you versed? Has anyone gone nah, on to the PGA or anything? No, nah, not really. Uh, a few of the people that were older than me that I didn't really know them, I just knew of them, did amateur stuff, but no one's really made it. So Is it still your passion? Is that... Do you nah. get time? No. No. Nah, wow. Like, I'd love to go out. Mm. Me and Connor will go for a hit maybe, but it's definitely not... Nah. I'd rather go down the beach or, you know, if it's a, a sunny day, I'd rather be doing that. He's a hard love. You've really got to be good to keep in love with him. You, you have to keep in, entertaining him all the time, Connor. He's... It's go, cra- golf. You're going out. <laughs> it's crazy. He's stuck with me for nearly three years now. We'll be yeah. coming up on three years this yeah, June, eh? Crazy. This June, we've been going out for three... I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, we've been dead. <laughs> Is that love? That love's coming back again, isn't it? <laughs> what about how would you describe your life? Even your, your podcast, the two five seven podcast, you deliberately make it a little little messy, so people is, so people can't follow your tracks, or is it <laughs> <laughs> they can't find him? Yeah, is that uh, what it's about? Figure me out. Nah, it's if you looked at normal or not normal. Sorry, like the guys that we hang out with, you look at their lives. Apart from playing footy, it's pretty much the same. Like I guess on weekends we're just on a TV where they're, they're drinking beers on the hill. But <laughs> so like we're we're really not. We just do what. They they do in a sense yeah i think we just try to be real with it too yeah That's yeah why. yeah yeah but i think these days you can you talk to a lot of the older boys and who oh, you take photos or or podcasts but like nowadays it's like why aren't you doing it like why not if you want to do it just do it so i think it's, it's good that we've come into the game in this generation gonna ask you a tough one what's the best thing about being kalen my friends i don't yeah. know i'm All pretty lucky free stuff <laughs> <laughs> my family my friends opportunities that uh, i'm given and the ones that I take, I don't know, it's pretty hard. What's the hardest? Nothing's worse than the hardest thing. I don't know. Remembering to do the washing. <laughs> <laughs> Getting told off by Connor because I haven't done something. Do you feel invaded at times? Do nah, people- nah, I'm pretty cruisy. Like, um, I don't, actually don't really. Eh? Like, there's a few things I don't like doing, um, but at the end of the day, like, but they're not that bad. Nah. Connor, what's one thing you'd choose from Kalen that you'd like to have? Probably that Nike deal. <laughs> 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 and what can he keep? What, you can keep this. You can keep this bit. <laughs> Go on, what are you not trading? No, no, I'm keeping mine. In other words, what can he fix up? I don't know. He's got a, he's got a pretty... So oh. I'm pretty bad at some things, though. What are you bad at? We can't like find messy it. I'm messy like yeah. that, that sort of stuff. My general knowledge, all that sort of stuff. I, think. I, I would actually like some more of his... But I feel like it's rubbed off on me a lot. His free spirit spiritness when i first came here i was very yeah like from the roosters i was very methodical in the way that i i was i was very planned i was very thought out yeah but i feel like me and Kalen becoming so close that part of his personality has come into my life more and it's sort of made me think about the bigger picture like you know there's more to life than just playing football and as, as much as you know and as big as important as is 
it is in my life right now but your life isn't defined if you lose on the weekend you shouldn't be upset about it for like a whole week or yeah. you know like I used to ride the emotion of it too much but I feel like you got to be cranky for a bit but then you got to be able to put it behind you and then focus mm. on the next week which which I've taken yeah, from him don't, and don't get us wrong like our we always say our main the only thing we ever want to do right now is win a comp yeah yep, for like sure that's the only thing that overrides like there's something at the top that's looking down at us it's it's winning a comp so um, that's our main goal really yeah that's what we really think about as well that's a good message because whilst you're free and you're carefree you're not you're not in your day-to-day attitude and we've seen that in that recovery piece that we'll see on the night's mm. website like you're single focused on and you work really hard it's not an easy gig being a full-time footballer eh? nah but the thing is frank as soon as we get to training like that's it i'm, I'm ready to go I'm, I'm locked in there and then it's when I get away from it, like we want to get away from footy and we want to do some other stuff. And I mean, instead of us sitting at home and playing PlayStation, we just go yeah. and shoot or... Like you spend two hours playing PlayStation we're doing two hours of creating or thinking yeah. about different stuff for 257. So it's all really the same. It's just, we just choose to spend our time differently. Well, I'm comfortable in representing the masses on this. I'm saying don't go change it. We're loving you as you are. Thank Stay you. as you are. Appreciate, Appreciate that. that. Fantastic. Well, let's take a break. On the other side of the break, we're going to get a little faster. We'll go Fast Five. Our special guest is Carlin Ponga. My co-host is Connor Watson. Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Your power powers our Knights. Come out charging and secure your 2021 membership at knightshub.com.au. Thanks for joining us. The Knights HQ, the official podcast, the Newcastle Knights. We've got some really good dirt on Kale and then Connor. That was good. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's been a great guest, hasn't he? Oh, it's a group hug. I'm loving it all around. But we're going to go fast now, okay? We're going to up the Andy. Uh, we're going to ask you five questions with the first thing that comes to your head, Carlin, okay? I'll fire off. What's your favourite thing to do in Newcastle? Go to the beach and wake up and go to Lotus for brekkie. Makes me excited. What's the last book you read? The only book I've read. <laughs> <laughs> the subtle art of not, you know, the, yeah, of not giving... Giving a... Yeah, French and connection. Yes. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, I've read it twice just because I liked it so much. So the only book you've read, you've read twice. <laughs> yeah. That's good. <laughs> Excellent. Who or what? Would you be lost without? Connor. And what? what? My phone? Unfortunately, uh, I know that sounds yeah. bad, but I'm pretty yeah. invested in my phone. Considering was, how bad he is on communication, I'm worried about that. He's hard to get. <laughs> <laughs> my mum says the same thing to me. She goes, I know you're always on your phone, but you just seem to ignore me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I get distracted easily. That's the problem. What's your favourite drink? Of any kind. Any kind. Orange Parade. The best. The best. OG. Who was your hero growing up? I never really had a sports person that i really looked up to i'd say my dad to be honest he was sort of my he was my coach for everything so my dad and to wrap it up we're going to get a health and fitness philosophy tip brought to you by the balance collective have you got one that just jumps out like most things in my life um if it makes you happy just go for it do it connor you got some philosophy ideas i like that one from kaylin i think um when it comes to a lot of things do things in moderation you got to have fun like you got to you got to be strict with your diet sometimes but you also got to go and enjoy yourself too you got to have yeah. a cheat meal here or there have an ice cream if it makes you feel good Bruno like Karen said, go and do it but just make sure you get after it the next day yeah the first episode of the knights hq podcast you gave us an insight into the burrito bowls and you weren't oh. getting the card at the time have you now getting the card and getting the freebie because yeah we're almost like they know our orders almost there's like probably three or four different workers on rotation so it depends which one you get but we're pretty frequent what is your bad cheat meal a bad one i'm a sucker for like a real nice american hamburger mm. like if we go to rascals or something like that but i think um usually post game we would go and get some maccas or some yeah, it depends on the post game but i've been if you feel like a good feed we still will get like like grilled's not that bad mm. grilled's pretty nice yep. and yeah mexican mexican 
just the way the cards have fallen, we've had sort of finished early enough that restaurants have still been open. So yeah. the last couple of weeks, I've been trying to actually go and get a proper feed. But then this week, Nothing. I think at like one thirty a.m. because I couldn't sleep, went for a little Macca's run. <laughs> well, Caelan, when you make your return this week, you can have a cheat meal. You do whatever you like. Um, what am I going to get? I'll probably Gold Coast. You're on the Gold Coast. I'm right? on the Goldie. Oh. Yeah, I'll go get it for <laughs> you. Okay. It's a win. <laughs> oh, I don't know anything. I'll probably try and stay away. If it's a late one, it'll be Macca's for sure. Mm-hmm. It's the Knights HQ, the official podcast, the Newcastle Knights. Now we're coming down the back straight on the other side of the break. We're going to look ahead, have a look at some previews. We might have a look at the fan for and find out what the fans have got to say and work out how you get more of this podcast and also the questions you want to ask. Knights HQ, the podcast, the Newcastle Knights. Knights HQ. Welcome back. We're down the back straight of the Knights HQ podcast. Carolyn Ponga and Connor Watson in the house. It's like being at home, isn't it, boys? Just around the dinner table, Frank. <laughs> now, that would be a money can't buy experience. Actually, Blake Green was our guest last week, and he said you guys go over for dinner regularly. Yeah, yeah we, we've got a bit of a system going on. <laughs> yeah. We've clutched it. We've worked it out, yeah. Frank. We have a... It sounds secretive. Is there any share for us? No, it's just if, when you've got good mates and that like cooking for you, you take up opportunities. <laughs> yes. So you don't have to cook. We're lucky. He's an old fox. I think he's on to it. He goes, I feel sorry for him. I don't know what their meals are like at home. So <laughs> I have him over to my family. So hey, Tyson does the same thing as well. So there's two nights of the week that we're sorted. To Frizz does the same. Yeah. Okay. They only live around the corner for us. Three houses down the road. So to all of our listeners out there, anyone who wants to have these boys over during the week, just put good food on. And yeah, we've got we're two nights. Yeah, we're there. Let's look ahead to round five. It's a tough ask. It's a big week. We've, uh, we've been dealt some pretty tough cards, the Knights. They're a good team, the Titans. They throw plenty at you. What are you expecting from them, Kalen? Uh Yeah, just that. They'll, they'll throw the footy around. Uh, off the back of the performance last week, they're probably excited to do just that. Yeah, they've got some good forwards, some big forwards. AJ at the back, he's a mate, he's a mate of mine. I like watching mm-hmm. him play. Although this week I won't, but they think I'm pretty good. Played a bit of touch footy with AJ. He's yeah, too. For, for a few years there. He's a late bloomer, to be honest. Like yeah. He never really played footy, and then now he's coming along strong. What are you expecting? Uh, in the six years, you might be in the front line. Some defence coming your way, do you think? Yeah, no more than after facing the middle though, Frank. Yeah. True. But um, they're a big team. The Titans have recruited well. They're coming off a loss as well. Obviously, we're down on troops, but that's no excuse. You know, next man up mentality, and that's why there's a squad of 30, not a squad of 17. So injuries are part of the game. We just got to deal with it and get on with the job. That's been the attitude of training this week, moving forward. You've got the cards. You've dealt with them. You've, you've backed over what was the last couple of weeks, moving forward now, and charge into it and see what sort of backbone's in the club. Yeah, it'll be exciting. Depth. Oh, well, I mean... Timing's probably really well. Like I know Junior's gone down, but Greeny's come back and gone back this week. So hopefully a couple of the boys can get over their little niggles and the team won't be too different. And although we're missing Junior and, and Killer as well, you know, hopefully we can slide straight in and, and do a job. Really pleased to have you back. We wish you luck. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Exciting, you. isn't it? Yeah, I can't wait. Hey, let's look at the fan forum as well. I've got a couple of questions there. We get a lot of feedback. We've had to just cherry pick a couple, Connor. You got some feedback there? What can yeah. you tell us? Caelan, what's your favourite tattoo and the meaning behind it? The one on my bum. Oh. <laughs> nah. What is it? <laughs> Which one? I've got Connor's name on my bum. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Does. <laughs> yeah she does. Um, no, nah, my time will call. So it was my first tattoo. Got it when I was pretty fresh, 18. Six hours it took me. So it just represents my family and where I'm from. Yeah, good question. Tyler, you got any more for us, Connor? Yeah, one from Levi here. Where do you lads get your hair cut? Jimbo's on Beaumont Street. Every, what are you? Like, you used to be every week. I used to be every week. <laughs> 
every two what? weeks. It depends what haircut what I'm haircut running. What haircut he's running. What are you, a horse? You get clipped every week. He used to get a fade, so. If I was getting a taper, I would want to go every week, because, but it was only like, that was a 10-minute haircut, the taper was. Yeah. But now I've got it a bit longer, so. But I'm thinking about getting rid of the back soon. But we'll see. I don't know. Kalen's every two weeks at the moment? Two weeks, depending, yeah. Wow. Sometimes I just can't be bothered. But yeah, Jimbo's is the grouse. It's yeah. the best. That's mm. active manscaping. Good job. It's nice. I really enjoy going yeah. to the barber. See, I'm the opposite. Oh, yeah. I don't like the process of sitting down, waiting, watching them cut other people's hair, me sitting. I just don't like the process. But Jimbo's makes it really enjoyable. Mm. Maybe, maybe take croaks to get your hair cut. You like to do everything else with him. <laughs> take him along. And that might make it better. As long as he's not cutting his hair in my house, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, he'd have thick hair. Does he have thick hair? Yeah. yeah it's still wool. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Kind of blew up one day because of it. Yeah. It's funny. Does he get a bit of back work as well? I reckon he might have. No. Nah. Nah, is he? Nah, he's pretty. He doesn't have a hairy body at all. No, nah, he doesn't. Chris Randall does that. He's getting laser at the moment. Does he? <laughs> yeah, Chris Randall's getting laser on his body at the moment. <laughs> There you go, Randy. You've just gone straight under the back of the bus, mate. Uh, I hope that. He'll hate that too. <laughs> He'll be filthy. Yeah. Yeah, he, he seems like one who likes to look after the body. He's got a he's good. A, he's a good-looking man. He's a good yeah. sort. To yeah. be fair, he's a good-looking bloke. Yeah, my nieces were down from Queensland on the weekend. He was good enough to say hello to them in the crowd, and then I got all the inquiries about him. It was like an investigation. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like what you've done, there, Randy. You like I think that? he's looking for a missus, actually. Mm, he yeah, is because so. he's getting he's getting a bit older. So if there's any that in there. any Knights fans out there, he's, he's really kicked out how old is he now 31 <laughs> i think he's 25 or 30 oh. wow. just about stuffed <laughs> uh, if you've got any questions for our podcast uh, like you heard here with carl and connor send them to media at newcastlenights.com.au and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review you boys know all about this you just press that five when you do the star go down the page yeah and like yours. comment subscribe to yep. 257 you went into auto mode then, didn't you? <laughs> hey that's fine go and give them a good review and then jump across and give us one we, we like apple i think it's all love it's all love yeah love is love is that right love is love, love trump's dumb and love trump's dumb <laughs> <laughs> on that note boys it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the knights hq podcast callum welcome back do well and connor thank you great to see you getting games back to back and continue to do well thank you thanks for coming on today callum we really appreciate it thanks for having me on your podcast connor. no worries man <laughs> he won't be back next week but he might be back uh, a couple of weeks actually you know we're gonna have on the next so is he was well, he get a, does he get around two podcasts this bloke yeah he, you could work your way towards this, Kalen. He's, he's <laughs> no, no, no. We just need him on this game for our one, I reckon. I'll, fight out, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you who we've got coming up on our next <laughs> podcast. Kurt Mann leading into Anzac Day. He's got relatives who actually went and fought in the war and understand wow. it really well. So he's going to be our co-host. It, mind you, that's if he's okay. No, he'll be fine. He's nasty knock he's, on the weekend. He's a hard to pick Yeah, he's good. And Anthony Seabolt. We're going to get Seabs on to talk a little bit about what he's doing. He's doing a good job. He's one of the greats. Yeah, as players, he's more of a coach's coach. Yeah. So, yeah, but he seems like he's always nice. He always shakes your hand, asks how you're going. So, yeah, he's going good. Boys, we could talk forever. This could be three or four episodes as it is. But thank you so much, Callum Ponga, Connor Watson. That's Knights HQ, the official podcast of Newcastle Knights. Knights HQ needs you. Rate and review wherever you listen.